Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Okay, guys, it's time for another episode of Marketing School. I hope you're ready. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to be talking about how to become a better marketer. So basically, when you're a marketer, especially in today's digital age, you have to have a growth mindset. A lot of people, especially old traditional brand marketers, especially when I talk to them, it doesn't seem like they've been improving overall. And today we want to talk about the concept of how we go about improving as marketers. So for me, when I, I really like talking to great marketers all the time. You're always looking to, you know, there's a concept called deliberate practice. If you read this book called Peak, and basically you're always trying to talk to the people that are really high performers. So when I first started doing marketing, uh, you know, I would, I would look up to a lot of different people out there, uh, Neil included as well. And today, you know, I, I just, you know, a lot of these people are my friends and I just talk to them. You know, examples would be uh, Neil's out there. Uh, Noah Kagan's another good example. Um, you know, Pat Flynn's another good example. There's just a lot of great marketers out there and they're always trying new things. So you want to be talking to them, asking them, hey, what's going well right now? What's not working or what are you struggling with? And then you can start to come up with new ideas. And even when you're helping them, you're, you're going to start to come out with new ideas because you're starting to articulate your own thoughts out there. So that's one way to go about this. Neil, what's another way? The one thing that I like doing is learning through reading. So there's a ton of blogs out there. And I don't just take these blog posts and be like, oh, here's another tactic about marketing. I look for case studies specifically. There's a lot of blogs that break down marketing case studies and I read them and I try to learn from them. And they do this for many different industries. There's case studies on how someone collected more emails or doubled their search traffic or uh, doubled their conversions or whatever it may be. Then once you read that information, you take it and then you try to practice it on your own website. If you do that and you implement what you're learning, you'll find that a lot of those case studies, that same stuff out there that you apply will provide results as well. may not be the same results, but if someone used a tactic that tripled their emails, you know what? If you use that tactic on your site, you may not get triple the emails, but even if you get 30% more emails, that's still a huge win. So just try looking for case studies on the web and look for recent ones. The ones that are five years old that are talking about really old tactics, typically when you implement that stuff on your site, you won't see similar results to what they saw, but the newer age case studies are usually using new marketing tactics that most people haven't seen, and they tend to be the most effective. And by reading those and implementing those kind of techniques, you'll become a better marketer. I think it would be really helpful for us here to share some areas where you know they can find these case studies, and, uh, and I guess I can just go ahead and kick it off. You know, one site, and we'll drop this in the show notes too, uh, is Land Hyphen Book. So it's Land Hyphen Book. So landbook.com. And it basically will show you different landing pages out there that um, it'll help you know inspire new ideas. Now, those aren't case studies per se, but that's a good place to start look, looking for landing page inspiration. I just happen to start there. Another one is called swiped.co. So this is actually where you can start to find sales copy from around the web from great copywriters such as Frank Kern or Ryan Dice. Um, you can see their copy and it actually analyzes the copy out there. So you can learn what's working well for these people and what you can take uh, for yourself. Now, 
final thing before I pass it off to, to someone, um, you know, some of Neil's ideas or um, examples is growth hacker. So growth hackers has a section specifically dedicated to case studies. So they talk about how Etsy grew. They talk about how Yelp grew. They talk about how Uber grew. And these are really in-depth case studies um, that I really, really like. So Neil, I guess, what are some other places where people can find these case studies or blogs? Sure. Uh, did you mention which test runs? What is it called? What runs which where? Test one? Oh, which test one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Which test one? What's the one for the ad stuff? It shows you all the ads around the web. All the, I think that's what runs where. What runs where? Yes. So which test one and what <laughs> runs where? Those are two great sites that break down amazing marketing stuff that people are doing. You can learn from those case studies. As for another tactic or another strategy to become a better marketer. One thing I like doing is just looking for innovative stuff. And these innovative things typically get a ton of social shares. For example, infographics have been around for ages. But how many people have been creating animated infographics? Slim to none. Same with 3D infographics. Again, slim to none. So if you look at some of these infographics, and I've seen them around the web, like how a car engine works, and they're animating like the pistons moving and oil injected into the engine. That's really cool. So when I look at that, I hit up the guy and I was like, hey, how did it work out for you? He's like, oh, I got over a million visitors. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, how big are your social channels? He's like, meh, non-existent. I just created an infographic that was animated and I've done a few of these. And for some reason, every time I do them, they just spread like a wildfire. I'm like, oh, cool. Before you created the website, did you have a platform or anything? He's like, nope, nothing. That taught me that, hey, these things aren't just getting a ton of social shares for one graphic. They're getting them in quantity. I should test it out. So I'm always looking for new age concepts. And I typically go to the social sites or social sites like uh, networks like Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, etc. to see what people are doing or sharing. And then I take those strategies and I try to replicate them for my own industry, right? Like he had an animated infographic on uh, how fast does a cheetah really run? And it broke down the cheetah running and their legs moving and the speed and comparing it to other animals. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I should do an animated infographic on how Google works and talk about like a search engine spider and make a spider move and show like how a spider is crawling a website, et cetera, and determining where to rank it. Right. It was just giving me ideas. But I love looking at social sites to see what's hot in my space or in random spaces that are just using different marketing tactics. Because if something is hot, that means it's getting a lot of traffic. Why are they getting a lot of traffic? Try to break that down and then take those concepts and use it within your own industry. When you're trying to become a, a great marketer, one mindset thing I think to, to really take into consideration is a lot of the stuff that you are, you're, you're going to try, it's not going to pan out. And one example of this is, you know, we, we tried something and it didn't work, but we came back to it later. It didn't work, but we came back to it again later. So you have to have the persistence to, you know, continue to say, okay, you know, maybe we can make some adjustments and make it work out at the end of the day. You have to be really pig headed and stubborn to be, to be a, a good marketer. And what we did basically here was we, we tried, you know, live chat on our website. So we were basically using a tool called Olark before. And, you know, we're averaging maybe one chat a day, maybe one chat a day if we're lucky. So somebody would just say, hey, to us, or they might inquire about something. Um, I'm like, okay, we're going to scrap it. And then we switched to another chat platform. And well, we might have increased to maybe, you know, one 1.5 average uh, chats per day. And we're like, okay, well, this is basically the same thing. So at this point, we're like, you know, chat doesn't work, right? And, you know, come a few months later, well, we see this thing called intercom popping around and a lot of people are using it. And, you know, there are there were some additional features and we decided, well, 
you know, the the the, the pig headed the pig headed side headed side would say, hey, like you know, let's go ahead and, and push forward with it. But the other side was like, hey, we we've done this a couple times already. Do we really want to waste the time on it? And well, guess what? We tried intercom out, and now you know we're we're getting about twenty chats per day, and a lot of these are inquiries that you know people that we can prefer perhaps refer out. Or these, some of these, um, I think two leads that came to us were publicly traded companies too. So you know, don't um, don't give up on things too quickly. You have to be willing to um, continue to continue to try things out. And if it doesn't work out, come back to it. Come back to it again, and uh, it might just work out for you. Another way that you can become a better marketer is by looking at your data. If you already have a website or you work for a company that has a website, look at the analytics. Look at what's wrong with the website. And the analytics isn't where you should be stopping. You should also be serving people, getting objections. What's making you not convert? Why don't you finish out the purchase? You can use tools like Qualaroo that are time-based in which if someone's on your checkout page and they're there for like three minutes, a question could pop up saying like, is there a reason that you're not proceeding forward? Because usually if someone's on your checkout page more than average, right? Google Analytics shows you the average time for each specific page. If your average time for a checkout page is 30 seconds, and you start showing up a pop-up within a minute 30, chances are someone's not going to complete the purchase. If you understand why people aren't completing purchases, or you're looking at the analytics and you're figuring out where people are dropping off on your funnels, this will help you understand where you need to improve and what parts of the site you should be focusing on first. Data is really important as a marketer. If you just make decisions based off of your gut, you're going to get a ton of failures. You're going to be spinning your wheels, wasting time. But if you start making decisions based off of data, both quantitative and qualitative, quantitative being like Google Analytics, data and numbers, qualitative being like surveys, feedback, people telling you, oh, I didn't buy because you didn't answer this question for me in their website copy. By analyzing and looking at data and making decisions based off of that, you'll become a much better marketer due to the fact that the changes you make will be much more likely to succeed. That's Awesome, and I want to add on to that point. So basically, when you're running any type of experiments, I think a lot of people make the mistake of not having an experimentation process. So if you Google Brian Balfour, that's B-A-L, the number four, so B-A-L-F-O-U-R, Brian Balfour, uh, How to Run a Growth Experiment, I believe that's the title of the blog post. It basically will lay out an entire process on how you can run a growth experiment for your company. And you can just start off with a spreadsheet first. You know, you just label all your experiment IDs, what the hypothesis is, what date you started, when it ended. And also you, you should be tracking the end result as well. Most often than not, more often than not, you're going to be wrong, but at least you have a, you have a documented process and you know, you're working with your team on this. If you have a team and everyone can come up with different ideas and maybe you can make it fun and have prizes at the end of the day, you know, whoever, uh, maybe each quarter, whoever has the most wins, uh, will get a, will get a prize and that can make it a really fun experiment. So with that being said today, we're going to hop off of our episode of Marketing School, and we'll see you in tomorrow's. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.